When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Oh my goodness, welcome back, squirrels! It's me, Hillary Yass, and we're bringing you back to Squirrel Talk! I hope you've been keeping safe out there in nutty land. Oh, it's been so nutty, hasn't it? Thank goodness, though, I've got one of my best squirrel friends with me from the House of Licks. I know. Have you heard about the House of Licks? I haven't. Where have we gone? Under a rock or something like that? Oh, it's the one and only Selena Vile. Come on out, Selena. Uh, can you help me push this rock out of the way? Yeah. can't seem to get any yeah. sunlight. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, oh you look in, wonderful. Thank you. I put on this little negligee, and you're in a full evening gown, beaded corset. And a, well, that's usually what I wear to sit under a rock. <laughs> Double stacked. And is that is that a, a lace in your beard, or are you just happy to see me? It is a lace front beard. Thank you for noticing. Oh, okay. Mm. I pay extra. Um, <laughs> Hillary, what is this? What is Squirrel Talk? What's House of Licks? What are we doing here? It's I been know. so long. We're back. We're back, everybody. We're back. Back, back, back again. You can never get rid of us. We're like cockroaches. We will We're like come. those YouTubers that are like, mm, sorry, I haven't posted for so long. Mm, well, I'm yeah, back. as if people actually cared. Yeah. As you know, I have it. I have had people ask me recently if Squirrel Talk was coming back. There are listeners who care about us. Ding dong, the witch is not dead, baby. Well, I mean, Vicky is, but she's yeah, Vicky not died. Uh, rest, may she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Should we just spread that rumor, Vicky's dead? Yes, let's do it. I think so, we just did. So, <laughs> Vicky's dead. <laughs> we killed her. We killed her. No, not, maybe not that far. Maybe just, like, say she's dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll let you draw your own conclusions of how it happened. And, uh, <laughs> um, so we're back. You and I, Vicky, is not here. We're so sorry to all of our listeners who only tune in for the one and only, the great mother of the House of Licks, Vicky Licks. But don't um, worry. We can both do great impressions of her, right? Like, oh, uh, we sure can. What do you, I'm going to hit you right now. Oof. Hey, everybody, welcome to Squirrel Talk. It's me, Vicky Licks. <laughs> you know? So, you know, we can give you the best of both worlds when, while we're still here. Uh, now, Vicky, uh, we love her, and we hope to maybe resurrect her one day and bring her back on the pod. Listen, she's going to listen to this, and she's going to be like, this is my podcast, I'm coming back right now. Honestly, you're not <laughs> wrong about that. She has a habit of like, oh, they felt like they're having fun. I should be back in that. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, what are we here to do? We're here to talk about ourselves a bit and say what's been going on. And then also talk about, well, Canada's Drag Race Season 3 is on. So, hey, we're going to cover it's it. 
happening. And you know what's exciting about that for me this year? It's happening. We've known it's happening. We've known all the Toronto girls who were on it, but this year, like my actual friends are on it. Like Eve is a friend of mine, but like these are like. Eve is a friend of yours. Well, I mean, an online friend. She never leaves her house, but listen. She never leaves her house. Ironically, no one asked me to buy, uh, to le- take any of my stuff. I wonder why. But they, I did help uh, some of them with their comedy. Yeah, improv skills. Amazing. We could right? talk all about that as things come up. But you, the reason nobody asked you for anything is because all your stuff was squirreled away for a whole other show. It's so true because I'm on season four of Camp Wanakiki. Our resident camp, the first Canadian camp queen on first Camp Wanakiki. First international, first fat Canadian, um, uh, uh, you know, all these things. I'm on Camp Wanakiki. First fat so Canadian. <laughs> well, yeah, not the first fat one. There's been a lot of fat people on that show, but first Brooklyn fat Heights. Canadian. Brooklyn Heights, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Heights could never handle Wanakiki. She would walk out on the first day. She'd be like, this is stupid. <laughs> you hear that, Brooke? Um, I handle it (laughs) for the people who do not know what Camp Wanakiki is because you know there's some people out there who don't pay attention to anything that's not Drag Race. Would you like to fill them in? No, I describe this all the time. What what do you think it is? What do you think? Camp Wanakiki is the strictly camp version of Drag Race. Like it's literally camp. You are literally camping in the Mm. woods. Um. A, it's an outdoorsy like you're in character a hundred percent of the time yeah. we would ne- we never film you out of character right no right which is like the people who are on drag race cannot do that yeah no i mean the yeah. only time you get uh your 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 version of yourself out of drag is like if you get kicked off the show and you have to take a hike you, they give you a little monologue as you leave out of drag but that's it the whole time yeah. is they give you a monologue as in they give you something to say or you get a monologue. You get to, to talk, you get to say and say goodbye. It's too okay. bad because your, your, your drag vision is over, you know, like, but your character, right. your character is essentially dead, but you're right. not. <laughs> right. You've actually had quite a few Camp Wanakiki guests on your show, like on, on Squirrel mm-hmm. Talk when you were doing the hosting. Yeah. I brought on the winner of season three, Geneva Convention. Uh-huh. I don't think I've had anybody else though. What about but Kitty I really- Litter? Was Kitty Litter not on? Uh, I don't think I did, but I did an interview with Kitty Litter on Coffee with Hillary, which is like my uh, video right. kind of podcast thing that I do every once in a while. Right. Um, yeah. Well, check my YouTube, everybody, because I'm growing it very slowly. <laughs> That's uh, YouTube.com slash Hillary Yass, uh, where I'm doing like Camp Wanakiki retrospective sort of things on every episode called Camp Spectations, where I'm just a talking head give you the inside tea, the extra details in case you want to know what goes on behind those crazy campy doors. And also you have award-winning content on yes. your YouTube. First of all, um, catching up with the COVIDs uh, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, I think won the New York Webby Fest. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was the quarantine creative award at New York Web Fest. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you recently won. Congratulations to you for winning, what is it, Audience Choice at Toronto Sketch Fest? Yeah, Audience Choice Long Form uh, at uh, Toronto Sketch Fest 2022. Woo! That's incredible. And that was video work. That wasn't live work. That was video work, right? Yeah, because they did a whole, they were about to do live and then they, they went virtual, which is why my entry was called Everything But Crofatica because I right. applied with my live show Crofatica. And then they're right. like, do you have anything else that's like virtual? And I was like, well, here's everything else. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it won an award. So that was really, really nice. People seem to like it. You've been killing it, uh, Hillary. You've been doing so much great work, especially for the comedy queens who never get their due in this country. Mm. So I just want to say, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. And speaking of uh, successes, I mean, Miss Selena Vile recently appeared in a video game, The Far Cry. Far Cry oh, that's 6. old news. That was two years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of old news, but it, like, it, it's still relatively new, and the pandemic seems like a time warp. So um, I finally got my copy of Far Cry 6 because it was on sale in a discount bargain bin. Yeah, yeah um, Hillary won't pay for to, to play me. <laughs> it, was, it was a full-price premium game, $79.99. Are you kidding me? You're not worth it. Um, <laughs> so I, but I finally, I've been, I've been shooting the people and throwing the grenades and stuff, and I got to your part. You're this character named Gilberto. And then, you know, you're really like sassy. You're the sassy gay one. And you're packing. I'm not talking guns. I'm talking like in the, like, you know. Yeah, my my dick is huge. There's an outline. Yeah. I mean, I I asked him to put that in there. I was like, please make it look bigger than it is. Um, And then the really cool thing about that is my character is a drag queen. um, Which is amazing to have such visible queer content in uh in a video game and the amazing thing is that they actually because it's a it's set in latin america or in the caribbean Mm -hmm. at least and they specifically sought out drag performers to audition for the role who speak spanish yeah Um, like it's a it's a kind of like a made-up land um i think it's kind of based on cuba yeah it is based Um, on cuba it's called it's yada it's called yada which is hilarious yeah hilarious to a drag queen because it's like okay (laughs) calm down Um, (laughs) (laughs) and then the other amazing thing is there's a there's a trans male character on that show on on that video game and they also Mm. sought out a trans male latinx performer to do that yeah so i really uh, applaud ubisoft for going all the way in making sure their casting and their characters are inclusive and true true to life and not only that, they, I mean, no one else in the cast, your character that you have to meet you if you go to the the one area. Um, oh, you got to meet me. You got to You have me. to meet you. But then every <laughs> it's kind of like an open world game. So then you kind of go down certain paths that you want to. And uh-huh. if you follow your storyline all the way to the end, you get to see you like performing in drag, distracting these guys, weirdly named like the Tiger King and stuff like that. Anyway, if you have to take him out. But you are singing a song that you actually uh-huh. recorded for them that uh-huh. appears on the Far Cry 6 official album. I am on the soundtrack. You can it's find so, me on Spotify. Like, that's so extra. <laughs> Come on. You know what's so funny about that is, first of all, I didn't know I was going to have a song. I showed up to the recording one day and they're like, all right, so we're recording this song. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening? And so they had given me a Bette Midler version of Mambo Italiano to learn. Mm-hmm. And they changed the lyrics to make it Mambo Yarano. Yeah, And I remember recording that in the recording studio and they were living for me. They were like, this is amazing. This is the best song we've ever heard. You're incredible. And then when I listened to it, I was like, <laughs> this just sounds like me off key singing in my bedroom. But I think that's yeah. what they wanted. Like for this character, yeah. like she's not supposed to be an amazing <laughs> singer. No. So they were like really bigging me up and making me feel like I was like the, like I was Mariah Carey out there singing some Bette Midler song. And it turns out I was like Ray Romano singing this Bette Midler song. It really, that's a good comparison. Hey everybody. Um, yeah. The, uh, I, my favorite part is like, 
Hey, kid, cootie, do, 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 time to uh, dance and not to shooty. Shake your booty, shake your shake booty, your it's time to dance and not to shooty. That's my favorite line. It's good. It's so dumb. Uh, definitely check it out because you've never heard Selena at both her best and worst at and the worst. same time. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a great description <laughs> of it. Mm. Um, well, that's that's kind of it. What else? I mean, we've just honestly, I feel like we're still clawing our way as performers out of the oh, yeah. pandemic. Well, um, you and I are doing an incredible show these days. Um, yeah. We did we did our third monthly uh, Yes and Vile present the play that we just wrote just now. Mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. going great in terms really of is. our performances. We're doing amazing yeah. work up there. No, what we do had, is it, we do an improvised play. We've, we've had, had great audiences. audiences. I love them. Um, we, we, so Hillary and I do an improvised play where we get up on stage. We have a rack full of costumes and wigs behind us and props. And we ask the audience some questions and then create a show based on that completely improvised. We are mm-hmm. in fact, uh, people have been saying we are the Jinx Monsoon and uh, Ben de la Creme of Toronto. Or the Trixie Mattel and Katya of uh, Etobicoke. One of those two, I'm sure, is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, hey, we, we're trying to keep this uh, version of Squirrel Talk a little bit more fast-paced, a little bit more short-form, a little bit more rapid-fire. Yeah. Um, so you get your bang we're out of your tired. We are we're, tired. <laughs> yeah, we're tired also, and we don't want to drone on forever. And And honestly, like, I was listening to uh, some old episodes of Squirrel Talk recently, and I was mm. just like, wow, for comedy queens talking about fashion. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and we all know I know a lot about fashion. So we're going to go a little bit quicker on those. Like, do you like it? Do you don't? And then just prove yourself if we disagree. Um, but why don't we get into um, Canada's Drag Race? It premiered. Um, yeah, I mean, it premiered. It was a. I thought it was a really great episode. It was a great. First of all, what did you think of the meet the meet the queens? Were you were you like impressed by the queens that you saw in the meet the queens? I didn't watch them because I <gasps> already know them all. Like, why am I going to watch? Them? Oh, Hillary. did you watch them? Did you watch I them? I did. I okay, watched well, to see well, who was being us. fake and phony. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's great to see a season with personalities. Um, people who know how to be on camera and like know uh how to have their own because i'm gonna say it last year and i'm gonna say it was in particular the vancouver girls their entire personalities Ah! i'm I'm sorry i just have to say it because their entire personalities were based on what they've seen on drag race like i agree they literally used quotes from previous drag race seasons in their meet the queens and this season was so great to see people with originality and like Mm -hmm. and their own fully formed characters and i'm not just talking about the toronto girls like across the board all of them are fully realized characters and that was really great to watch i totally agree with you i totally agree the personalities are really there and you're right like the vancouver girls but i mean they were all the same person weren't they i really couldn't tell them apart after a while um i i knew none of them could have they couldn't have all got into the top either so i mean you um, yeah, and I no shade, no shade. They are lovely, uh, the Rat Pack, but like some of them are, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so like I'm loving the personalities right away. Um, did you did you like the uh, the the entrances and the challenge that they did today? The the runway in the premiere. You know what? I kind of did. Yeah, and here's where my big issue is, and it's not with the queens; it is with production. Oh yeah, get 
a fucking budget for lighting. You mm. need to up the lighting game because it looks cheap. It looks like I'm watching Ready or Not in, two, in like 1996 or not even 1982 or whenever it was on. Right. Like it is such poor quality and it's doing everybody a disservice. What do you mean exactly by poor lighting quality though? Can, is it is it shadows or is it like... Well, yeah, bad? there's like overhead shadows, which you never do on right. a dry queen. Right. And no. it's just like everything is like dimly lit. Nothing looks expensive. Like nothing looks like hd like everything mm. it's, it's just cheap do you think it's because they like i noticed on canada's drag race especially they really love their background like on on real they have a great race, set they have a beautiful set yeah but they i think i think it's because part of the, fo- the issue is the focus and the lighting is trying to make their set look good and not their performers like that, on, that is exactly it that is exactly it on, drag, on real Drag Race, the set is there, but you don't really notice it. Yeah. They, you know, like, the set is there. But, yeah. like, on Canada's Drag Race, sometimes my focus gets taken totally off the performer, and I'm like, oh, that's a really nice set. And my yeah. problem, I think the lighting is totally fine, and they have the capability to do the great lighting, but they're lighting the wrong thing. Because, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's this kind of mentality sometimes. It's like, look at my set. Look at my set. Your set's not important, Susan. It's there to support what we're watching. <laughs> um, I agree with you. And actually, I actually, with this, with the lighting that they do, I get the feeling that we're in a warehouse. Like, when I watch regular drag race, I don't feel like we're in a warehouse. But when I watch right? this, I definitely feel the warehouse vibe. And I think it's probably, like, if you went to the real drag race set, honestly, if you touched like it's it's probably like a piece of paper being painted like it's probably nothing but it's an illusion of like something in the background to keep the focus forward and i really think that they have the wrong idea uh, on in canada with that stuff there's been three seasons figure it out i think it's even worse than last season the lighting i don't know I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Um, did you have any? Well, we want it. We'll go over the looks, I think, in the second half. But did you have any favorite like catchphrases or anything like that as the girls walked into the workroom? I actually didn't care for anybody's entrance um, uh, catchphrases. Uh, I did really appreciate when uh, I hope I quote this right. When Miss Fierce Delicious said to uh, <laughs> said to uh, Jada, she said, "You're not a seamstress, but you seem stressed." That was that like is, halfway through the episode. Yeah, that is really, it was a great catchphrase. I hope she puts that on a t-shirt. Uh, yeah, I was living for fierce. Uh, I, 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 I was really a little bit confused. I, I, Jada Shada Hudson, uh, she's amazing. Toronto legend. She's Toronto legend. legend. Um, very happy that she's on the show. She is a big personality. She's brought the looks. But like, she walked in with, with her very well-known in Toronto catchphrase, Mm-hmm. What's goody? Turn up. And I'm like, I should. really, but I really hope she's okay if a year from now RuPaul is saying that because it's hers now. <laughs> oh, no. RuPaul doesn't watch this show. RuPaul has no idea what Jada said. She's not watching this. No, but I mean, she could. It's, it's the property of Drag Race now. I mean, RuPaul's going to be going, like, turn up, goody. I know. Like, that's the risk with, like, not only Drag Race, but, like, even, like, at Second City or on SNL, when you create, when you say anything on that show, it becomes theirs. And I that's, know. yeah, that's a really tricky thing. It's the death of turn up. What's goody? It's the death of... <laughs> You all see people who like say something on the show, like even an improvised line and it becomes her entire personality for the rest of her careers. Oh, I know it. Don't you hate that? I mean, yes. Monet exchange, 
Monet Exchange is a great example of that. The sponge held yeah. her back. Like, what? What? Because none what? of us cared about it, and she really tried to make it a thing. Uh, she's, yeah. I mean, she's so much more than a sponge, like, easily. Like, she has such a brilliant personality. I really don't want that to happen to these, these gals, because that's the risk when you do have good personality, is that yeah. you are going to come up with tons of catchphrases because yeah. you're amazing, and then you'll just forget about the fact that you're a talented, interesting person. Oh, I don't think it'll happen to Jada. She's very established. She's like very set in who she is. She's also the kindest, most wonderful, most naturally, genuinely funny person. So can we say that she's shown in this episode today? Yes, I, I think so. You don't I think to I think to a certain extent she really shown um, yeah. by the virtue of like what she presented and just her energy. But I was very, very and I relate with this because I did Camp Wanakiki, not the same show, but like. I get it. Like you're on the show, a lot of pressure is on you, and and then you have this moment of like, oh my god, I'm actually yeah. here. Can I handle yeah. this? She definitely had a moment of weakness, and I think I really hope she gets over it because yeah. she's so good. Um, but that's what that's what makes a show great is seeing that vulnerability and seeing your weaknesses, especially for the people who come in so strong. The bitch, she's falling apart. I want, I don't want to see her fall apart like that. <laughs> she ended up in the top. She's fine. And she was, <laughs> no, but the thing is, she ended up in the top and she was sad about it. No, I mean, no, those were happy tears because she's never, and she's, <laughs> because she's, she, as she said, she's never considered herself to be a beautiful you know what you get? girl and no, she felt, you know, no, what, no, you what, know what you get this? when you put sad and happy together? Sappy. It's, those are sappy tears. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take uh, it. I love Sappy. Listen, I have a no, question for you. We haven't no. talked about this yet. When does Camp Wanakiki premiere? We keep talking about it, but when no does it actually idea. happen? No we idea. Don't know. <laughs> I'll let you know when I know. The casting announcement has come out. How did you feel about that? On Camp Wanakiki? Yeah, um, about your casting announcement. Just you amazing. got to go to Boston and do a whole like premiere show. I got. I was so amazed and uh, just. I, I was so happy. Um, and you know, I really definitely shows a lot of like. I, I love and, and like indifference and like um, happiness <laughs> and sadness. And it was a very happiness, like mixed, mixed emotions, but I was so happy to finally have the secret out of the bag. I'm yeah. so jealous that these Canada's Drag Race girls only had to wait, like I think two and a half days after they were finished the season for their I, announcement. They re- So they filmed in March and they were announced in mid-June, whereas you, know you filmed yeah, when? In September, in September, and we're <laughs> having to wait till like a month before. No, September, a full year. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's wild. Um, yeah, it's a bit like that. So I'm, I'm like watching the drag races. There's like so many these days, and I'm just like praying that people don't suddenly just get the same ideas I did as I'm like, just wait, just wait. Like I, I, cause it's, there's so much, so much opportunity to one up me. And even in this episode, somebody kind of like stepped on my territory and I was very upset about it. And I can't talk about it. (gasps) Oh, I see. Someone did something on this show that you do on camp one a little bit, not, not as good as me, but it was. Uh, (laughs) So then it was Miss Fierce Delicious. Um, Legs for days. Uh, and that's going to air on Out TV, your show, right? I'm so excited. Yeah, Out TV. We're off what of the, the States. What about in, in the, the States? In the States. Yeah, Out TV exists in the States also. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, they, they were a Canadian company, obviously, right? But they've gone yeah. international with their platform. <gasps> I did not know and that. S- yeah, so it's Out TV in US and Canada. Uh, 
And then they call it uh, Fruit TV in the UK and uh, Australia, I believe. So, like, they have various oh. iterations, but essentially it's out TV. Everything, TV is a very different world these days. It's not like channels anymore. Like, yeah. every channel is now a streaming service. Yeah. So, out TV is its own streaming service that is offered to various platforms like Amazon, and you can get it on your TV and stuff too. Yeah. So. Cool. Or you can just get it at their website. So, cool. Yeah. Um, back to Canada's Drag Race. Who were your early favorites? Mm. Oh, easy peasy. Uh, my, I mean, I can't go wrong with my Toronto sisters, uh, mm-hmm. and I will be favorite favoritist amongst my Toronto girls. Uh, specifically, I'm I'm rooting for Bombay and Miss Fearsalicious because they're closest yeah. to me. Yeah. And I did teach them a bit of improv stuff, and I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just lovely, uh, and I love their personalities. They're just like. Yeah. They strike. They're made for TV. Yes. They're made for TV. And I think this is also a big difference with the season two girls is that these girls are ready. Like these girls are ready Mm. for post drag race. They're people who understand social media and understand the business of Mm -hmm. drag and the business of performance. And they are so ready to go out there and take over the world. Right? They're not waiting for Drag Race to make them. They want to make Drag Race. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That, yeah. That's such a difference. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the girls on season two, I think they were looking for Drag Race to make them into stars. And it's like, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work that it way. It doesn't work. Like, you look at even Priyanka. Priyanka yeah. Everything Priyanka has is because she asked for it. She demanded it. She worked for it. She created it herself. That's like, true. I'm sure a lot of people bang down her door. She has great management. She's a great personality, mm-hmm. but also she is a hustler like nobody else. I agree. My drag daughter, Messy Margaret, uh, we'll have her mm-hmm. on the pod, I'm sure, at some point. Um, she's always, you know, she she gets in her head, and a lot of new queens get in their head about this kind of thing. It's like, oh, I'm not getting booked at this club or that bar yeah. or something. You know, the main place, like, for example, in Toronto, Cruz and Tango's, Woody's, right. uh, are like the hubs, let's say. And yeah. like, well, yes, that's good. Like to be involved in the mainstream and to know about it. But like, when you look at the real successful queens, just take a look at the number of bookings that they probably made for themselves and are producing themselves. And it's yeah. a huge percentage. Mm-hmm. Like they're not waiting for people to book them. They're making mm-hmm. their own thing happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they are bookable, it's because they do the basics. you mean the extremely the extremely quote-unquote bookable talent yeah like the ones who who work like 12 nights a week on the strip yeah i mean a lot of them you know they they tend to they tend to do the thing and their primary skill i find is the uh, the knowledge of how to do that and to get a crowd out and to do like that kind of producing element yeah but a lot of the times they and I don't mean to be shady, but like they do falter a little bit in the creativity element. Yes, and, and they 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 use a because lot of they other have to people. pander to an audience that only wants to hear the top forty, like only wants to hear yeah. what they want to hear. You know what I mean? Whereas exactly. like I don't I don't do numbers like that. I do I my own thing and what I want to perform, which is not necessarily what people want to hear. But once like if an audience is willing, they will love what I do. Yeah, but a lot so of people are like a- if I can't sing along, I don't want it. Like fuck you. And that is that is the tea. So I hope you're yeah. not like that, people out there listening. Or or if you are, good for you. March to your own drum <laughs> in, in a uniform line. Um, so every, uh, we have a couple minutes. Do you have any more comments just generally about the episode before we break? 
Yeah, I didn't tell you who my favorites are. Yeah, well, who, who's your faves? Well, okay, I agree with you. Bombay, Jada, Fierce. These are the ones to watch. Uh-huh. But I am, this episode, people that I did not know before that I fell in love with, Giselle Lullaby. Yeah. I love that her entire personality is that she's stupid. I think that's yep. amazing. What a great character. She's hilarious and she seems very talented. Yeah, I really, really, really liked her. I, I was I was like, I could look up to this one. For, for yeah. Sure. I thought Lady Boom Boom was stunning. And I've never seen her before. She is beautiful. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Vivian Vanderpuss. I think she speaks to our campy aesthetic. I don't go uh, hard camp with my looks. I wish I did. You do. Yeah. Um, I really appreciated everything she wore in this episode. Absolutely. Vivian and uh, from the other coast, Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. Sadly taking away the joy and fun from our Montreal sister, Uma God. Um, <laughs> stealing that name. But Irma is a very talented Stealing lady. that name. I wish they'd put them on the same season. I, I mean, wanna... if, they had, if they had Irma and Uma, I would yeah. have gone crazy. <laughs> and, then, and then we would have gotten that David Letterman moment of Oprah, Uma. Irma, Oprah, Uma. Uma. Irma, We're talking about Oma. the Oscars from like what twenty years ago now. <laughs> At least I think it was even the nineties. <laughs> but it's memorable. I was a, I was but an infant. I don't remember this. I was in my teens. Um, it was memorable <laughs> though. It was very memorable. Yeah. So we remember Uma, Uma, Uma. 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 <laughs> well, shall we take a break and then get back into? Uh, uh, there's a lot of looks. There's a lot of looks. There's a lot of looks to get through. So let's yeah. entrance. Go. We have a mini challenge where we do streetwear, and then they rip it all apart and make a totally new look. Um, so that's a lot of stuff for two comedy queens to talk about. Let's go hydrate our throats with some cyanide and come back and talk all about it. Yes. Yeah. See you later, squirrels. Well, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Oh God, what's happening? Oh God! Oh no! Here we are. We didn't. We didn't discuss who was going to start. You, you start. You start. I just did. Okay. Well, we're back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Canada Strike Race season three, episode one. One. And the premiere. Mm, 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 uh, it's time uh, to get into the lurks. Ooh. The lurks. So first, into the workroom. Is our friend Bombay. Bombay. She walks in saying, hi, Bottoms. Um, and she's wearing this crazy blue thing with giant shoulders. Um, do you like it? I don't. Um, It's not something I would wear. No, it, I don't like it, it. It speaks to Bombay's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I don't. That she's I, a mask? That she's a mask? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I, I I honestly think there's too much going on. Uh, I, the hair is fine. The, I, I, these jewels, I just think it looks messy and crummy. Anyway, that's all. That's I don't like it. You're it's gonna a, cut it. A, you're gonna you're gonna cut, cut it, aren't you? Yeah, we use a nut. We use the nut and cut. Nut and cut. Um, that is our version of the toots the boots. I'm gonna cut it. Sorry. Yes. Um, I'm also gonna cut. I love you so much, Bombay. I think she even showed me this look before she went, and I was like, nice. Um, nice. But here we are. <laughs> and then next into the workroom was uh, the Ottawa girl, Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy, Kimmy Couture. 
You know Kimmy, right? I do. I do. I've worked with her. She is so funny. She is basically the Miss Fierce Delicious of Ottawa. So these Mm -hmm. two together, I think, is going to be great TV. Unfortunately, she doesn't look as good as Miss Fierce. I do. I think this looks okay. So I'm not going to cut it. I'm gonna, I'm, but I don't like her makeup. I think it looks makes her look awful. It's uh, the eyes, like it's like too. I don't like it. it it's like, like sickly because it's pink. Um, I think she looks. I love this outfit on her. I think she looks beautiful. I never really see her in pastels, so I think this is beautiful. Um, uh-huh. I, I nut it. I nut it. Cut. Okay, moving on. Oh my god, <laughs> so you're transphobic. Next. You're. It's because you're transphobic. I think that's why you cut it. Stop it! I got it. So we're moving on to uh, what's uh, what? I keep remembering for, Larue, right? Shella's on Larue. Learn Shelazon her name. Larue. Yeah, no, Shella's on. Is that a pun or is that just a fun name? I have no idea. Okay, Shella's on Larue. I love this. This is see. Th- be- I love this because this is a, a little sweatshirt moment dress, all in uniform colors, and it says. Uh, a nice catchphrase. Comfortable, chic. It tells me exactly who she is. Uh, it tells none. me it's basic drag. I cut a very hard <laughs> cut. Also, she walks in saying she's wearing a human hair wig, but I'm pretty sure I have this exact synthetic wig from Chloré. I mean, if it's human hair, it's definitely from the bargain bin at doll. Uh, like, you know, she's sweepings off the floor at first choice. Like, exactly. It's not yeah. It's not a good quality human hair it's wig. It's not, not a good human. Um, okay, so next in the room. Oh, <laughs> the mother of Toronto. It's Jada Shada Hudson. Yes, what's goody? What's goody, I- Turner? Beautiful. Beautiful. She looks just like Jada. She looks, oh, I love the mullet wig on her. Yeah. She looks like, she looks like Jada when she really turns up. Like this is like Jada as you see her in her best, but like, just like walking the pimp coat, the the mullet bang. I love this red and black zebra print coat. I think it's gorgeous. This is a total nut. Nah. Yeah, baby. Um, and then we've got, uh, is it Mosu? It is Miss Mosu is coming in next. Okay, I'm going to cut this and I'm going to tell you why. It's because this okay. gosh darn wig reveal that she loves to do. I'm sorry, this outfit looks terrible with that wig on. <laughs> Are you talking about the first one or the second one? Because the first one is just a prop to remove. I know, but I hate it. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting it based on the virtue of I hate wig reveals like that. They're dumb. I know she likes to do them, but Mosu, no, we're done. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hard disagree with you because, <laughs> okay, first of all, I think this outfit is gorgeous. I love the little feathers that are coming out of it. I love the mullet wig on her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the wig reveal is her signature. So I'm really glad she walked in and did it and got it out of the way. Mm. Um, and it's really something that like, she does it. Like, I know wig reveals are like dated and old, but like the way she does it, is okay. First of all, she does not glue her bottom wig to her head. It's just mm-hmm. there, and she mm-hmm. it never comes off when she does that snatch. The snatch is always so seamless, so quick, and mm-hmm. it drives audiences wild every mm-hmm. time she does it. Of course, it does because audiences are what basic. basic. Okay. <laughs> so you like this? You like I this? It. I'm a, I nut it. I nut this for sure. All right, now moving on. Oh, I am into this. Uh, Giselle Lullaby. This outfit is beautiful. I would wear this. I want it. I want it in my closet. I just hate this wig. 
Why did she ruin this wig by putting dollar store stones all over? I do not like that trend. I hate that trend too, but I actually like it here. I think it okay. works with the outfit because it it's color matching. But she, yeah. but no, I really hate that trend too. Stop, stop, stop jeweling your wigs, please. I, I just think it makes it look cheap. Like it's you, you yeah, have this beautiful, you have this beautiful hair sculpture. Let the hair speak for itself. Don't put stones all over it that are unnecessary. Like. There's there's a moment when stones are necessary, and then there's a moment when like you're just putting stones on it, yes, like, for no reason. Um, yes. So I love this look. I am going to uh, uh, nut it. I nut it because I like it, but I hate that wig. Um, um, I really like what she said when she was like, "My friend said I'm stupid enough to be beautiful, or beautiful enough to be stupid." I don't know. I never <laughs> understood it. <laughs> She's oh, very funny. When she walked in the room, I was just like. <gasps> That is what I want to look like. Uh, Chaos <laughs> is next. Oh, our first uh, Calgary queen. Calgary, Calgary queen. Well, no, she's okay. our second. No, she's second. But, yes, but but actually, uh, what's what's her name? Um, Shella Rose Larue. Shellazon is the first Shelazon. Saskatchewan queen. That's amazing. FYI. Yeah, I love that. So anyway, it, Chaos. Yeah, this is this is a look. It's wow. incredible. She always does stuff like this. That's very like it's it's a uh, it's a power punch to the eye her looks mm-hmm. i worked with her yeah. in winnipeg which by the way that is her hometown so she is also representing winnipeg um sure. which should make her the first winnipeg queen although she's not claiming it in this episode but yeah. she and is you know what they say about winnipeg queens winnipeg people is the sexiest city in canada oh yeah because they all there's say that. nothing else to do <laughs> <laughs> she i do want to say because i i did work with her a month ago i i was expecting to not like her i was expecting yeah. her to have an attitude she is the nicest loveliest person oh yeah uh, people who look scary on the outside are always yeah. sweethearts on the inside yeah um yeah this is a total nut for me my god chaos wow, wow, yeah. wow. and she's fucking hot out of drag like she's se- oh my god she's so sexy especially in person like more in person than on tv <sighs> Speaking of sexy, Miss Fierce Delicious. Oh, Paolo. Ooh, me papi. She's walking into the room, legs for days. The only thing is that she's wearing those Amazon glasses with the swirl. Mm. I would have cut those. Is that not Silencia? No, baby. That, that's Amazon. I have them in my closet here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Miss Fierce Delicious. I do think she looks stunning and flawless. I am going to say it right now. I hate the bra and panty aesthetic. I just do. Oh, yeah. She does it well, though. Like, this she, cutout, uh, the, the, the stone placement is right. It's just beautiful do you know why i'm happy that she's on this show and that the show is finally airing is because for the last year and a half she has been wearing the same two outfits to every <laughs> single gig and she well, said to me money, money i feel her i feel her and well, she said to me it's because they were so expensive she has to wear them all the time but like yeah, yeah, yeah. now she finally has things that are being shown on tv that she can finally pull out of the closet and start wearing so i'm very happy to see some <laughs> her performing in different outfits <laughs> i feel exactly the same way i'm just like i'm i'm shopping at i mean i always yeah. shop for cheap but fierce delicious you're a bitch and i love you i did walking not in, walking, walking in, in is vivian vander vivian vanderpuss i love this plastic that she's wearing over this couch it is yeah such a good reference i mean it's gorgeous i love this wig too it's just very clean very well done very camp yes um 
the shoe maybe could have been more interesting, but it's fine. I, I just love it. She looks like someone who should, who was on Camp Wanakiki. Like, that's what, yeah. Yeah. When she walked in, I was like, oh, Camp Wanakiki's here. Love it. (laughs) Which I want to see, I want to see more of this on this show. So I'm so happy because last year they didn't bring any Camp Queens on. So I'm so glad that there's people here who do that. Well, they tried. Um, So next walks in (laughs) Lady Boom Boom. And she's got the reveal where she snatches into a crazy new delusion with boom, boom, boom all over her and. Essentially, she's wearing nothing. Um, I like it, I guess. I, I think it's probably a toot. Definitely a fa- shows who she is. Yeah, it's a great pop art moment. I think it's fantastic. What I don't love is that we can Did see Did I say the- toot? Did I say toot? Cancel that. It's called a nut. Uh, it's called a nut. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did I say toot, too? Oh, shit. We're Whatever. on the wrong show. We're on the wrong show. Calm down. <laughs> don't sue well, us. They, you, you hear they, they took that off YouTube because uh, what's-her-name was too mean. Because Violet's a bitch. <laughs> Um, I don't care what everyone says. That's the reason, baby. It's, I agree with that. Uh, I do want to say, I don't love seeing the corset underneath the bodysuit. Well, she took that off, didn't she? Oh no, that's true. No, it's under the bodysuit. Yeah. Oh my God. The next one though. Irma God working at a giant, a a giant booger. This is Uh, beautiful. And she's got the, she's got the Kleenex in her nose so she can just rocket it out. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Irma. Yeah, that's an Irma. entrance. That is You're an entrance. You're a camper, baby. And, and the shoe, those uh-huh. neon green shoes to go with it, just beautiful. Love it. I, I would love a better wig. I love the color of it. I wish it was styled differently. Yeah, um, it's just a little small, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it is a good color choice. Like, I think the, the, the two colors go well together. I want to know what this dress is made out of. I think it's like the um um you know they have those neck those neck pieces the silicone neck pieces that are like this except the whole dress is kind of made out of it. I think it's um I think it's liquid latex over over a body glove. Okay, I don't know. Uh, yeah. but good, good. She looks fantastic. She's a nut. Okay, and then we've got another Toronto queen, Halal, the mother of the Bombay house. Hello, Bay of the Bombay house, the mother of the. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm going to say it's the Bombay house now, but it's okay. Um, Halal, looking in, like, I guess doing like a meat dress reference, uh, Lady Gaga. Yes, because the dress is what? Halal. Halal meat. Oh, I got it. I got yeah. it. I... I cut this. Uh, no, I, I cut it. I, I don't like it. Sorry. You do? I don't like it. I just don't think Uh-oh. it comes together. I like I like the concept. I really think it's cool. I just don't think it comes together. I think it's fully realized. I give it a nut. Yeah, but like it just looks like it's wearing her. Anyway, uh, yeah, I cut because I just okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I do love seeing my Middle Eastern sister. Uh, oh yeah, with and my hairy sister. But also, like, since she's, like, the first mustache queen, I wish she wouldn't have come in as Halal Meat. Like, I wish she would have just come in with a giant mustache or, like, really, like, if you have your thing, don't run away from it. Lean into it, you know? Like, why do you have to, like, just go there. Just go there. But her thing is also, uh, her name is Halal. Like, she made a whole look based on who she is. Okay, fair enough. I can have an opinion too. <laughs> no, you can't. Not a racist one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> how, 
dare you? <laughs> I'm going to use this entire podcast to like cancel Hillary. Don't <laughs> well, be racist for no good reason. I mean, like, you know what? I don't know. I'm I'm late. I'm fair. Cancel me. Cancel me. Cancel me. Okay. So those are the entrance looks. Very good in general. I think for the most part, we definitely learned. Everyone made a, a decent statement of who they were. So that was good. Yes. Um, so then we got the mini challenge, which is streetwear. Okay. I want to talk about this being a mini challenge. So a mm. lot of, so this, this premiered or sorry, this clip of the mini challenge was aired online before this episode premiered. And a lot of people were being like, Oh God, these are the fashions the girls brought. Like not, this is going to be a horrible season. And then all of them are like, this is just a mini challenge, by the way. The rest of the runways are amazing. But none of the girls knew this was a mini challenge. Like, they brought these as runway looks. So you can't really, like, use that as an excuse. True. I mean, it is just streetwear, though. So I get it. Like, streetwear is kind of a tricky, tricky thing to do. And I didn't like some of these as streetwear. Like, that was my problem. So let's start right. with let's Bombay. Again, she walks <laughs> in the room. This is beautiful. This is wow, oh wow, wow. Oh, my God. This coat is incredible. And she made... The underneath the coat part, uh, the corset part, out of sneakers, out of old sneakers. Yeah, like it, the coat was um, amazing, and the 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 reveal was also amazing, and just like speaks to Bombay's sense of yeah, fashion and camp and and wildness. And you know what? It wasn't just that the coat was beautiful; she wore it beautifully. Like every moment, like her unzipping it, her throwing it away, that was expertly done and expertly filmed. And also, I could imagine someone wearing this in on the street because essentially it's a crazy puffer jacket. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, okay, now I'm taking my puffer jacket off to go play street hockey. In right. Like it, an outfit made of running shoes. It's stupid. It's so stupid, but I love it, and that is streetwear. Um, so that's total yeah. nut. Uh, Miss Mosu, Miss Mosu, in this uh, color blocking. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I could see her walking down the street like this. She's definitely the fashion gal. Yeah, this is this very much speaks to her aesthetic. I totally nut this. She looks fantastic. Yeah. I love the colors that she used. I think this is a nut for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got... Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy. Yeah, this is like, what, like Tokyo chic? I don't know, like, you know, you're clubbing or something like that. There's a little bit of a, you know, anime blue hair fantasy going on. Mm-hmm. I can I see think... this as streetwear, but more oh, like for sure. late night club streetwear. Not maybe... 9 a.m. getting Starbucks. <laughs> well, why not? Live a little. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. okay. Yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> Did you not wear this exact outfit to Tim Hortons this morning? <laughs> you saw me, didn't you? I watched you. I'm always watching. Uh, you were on Google Street View. Uh, I give this a nut. I think she looks gorgeous. Work. Uh, Jada Shada Hudson. Wow, wow, wow. This this, this is like classic. like Classic Jada. Street, street walker. Yeah. Again with the jackets. I love the print. I love the hair. I love everything about it. Speaking of hair, Brooklyn Heights in the in the mullet. Okay, speaking of hair, Brooklyn Heights in a shadow beard. I don't understand what's happening on her face. I she don't looks, know. She, she looks like she's wearing a filter. It's like they put a, an Instagram filter on her. 
is she becoming an old woman? Maybe. Yes. Find out next episode. Um, and then we've got uh, Chantal LaRue. Chalazan LaRue. Don't be racist. Okay, so we... <laughs> okay, this bitch. Okay, this is not streetwear. She is literally going outside in her underwear to go get donuts. I don't like it's, this cut. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen on Drag Race. I, I like, this is this is the equivalent of a drag queen um, not wearing... This is the undergarments, and that's it. And no, this is not. No. Sorry. No, 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 no. So then we've got, what, Giselle Lullaby in this green moment showing off her abs? Yeah. Um, I guess. I get I the know. reference. I know what she's going for. I don't like it personally. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan. Um, I guess if you're like Sporty Spice going to Zumba. Sure. Yeah. I um, love this person. I'm going to give her a cut. But I do love yeah. that she said she was proud to put her name on her shirt because she's proud that she knows how to spell it. <laughs> yes. No. She's hilarious. Very and funny. chaos in this plaid Raggedy Ann moment with a weird double bun gray hair thing going on. I don't know what's going on in this. This To me, this isn't streetwear. I, lo- I like the concept, but I am going to cut it because I, I don't understand this as streetwear. This is not streetwear. I don't know. I kind of like it. I'm in okay. that up for it. Yeah. Okay. No. And I see why you would, because it is cool. But yeah. like, would I wear this to Denny's? No. So cut. And then we've got yeah. Fierce Delicious. Oh my gosh. She looks like she's out of like Acura, like an anime in this like, like multi-pass, like fifth element with the yeah. puffer jacket and the, the Silencia glasses. Shout no, that's where they are. That's where they are. Yeah. This is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, you hate it. <laughs> I love the jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. When you when you when you give me the references, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. For me, for me, I'm like, this is not streetwear that I would wear necessarily in Toronto right now, but this is definitely streetwear I'd wear in like Toronto 2023 um, in the future next like, year. <laughs> <laughs> did, I just say, did I just say 2023? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, well, I, I, meant like, I, meant like, I meant like, you know, in the future, like tw- 22, 23 years. <laughs> that was so old. So I love that. So old. I know. <laughs> okay, um, but next. Oh my god. Vivian I, coming out in this pink and pink and green. Uh, and then the invisible dog. <laughs> this dog. is what I want to see on this show. This is so good. <laughs> this is this is street. This is what I'm talking about. Streetwear. Take that idea and run with it. Yeah. Uh, don't give me something that's not streetwear. This is streetwear. This is so stupid. This is the lady next door walking her four invisible cats. Like it's so dumb. Yeah, and her <laughs> hair is poodle shaped as well. So she's like she she's the person who looks like her pets. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, and then finally, we've got Halal Bay uh, giving us weird vintage Gaga raccoon. Uh-huh. How say? Hi again. It, I don't know. I don't. Hmm. I'm. Not, I'm not sure about this hair. Uh, I hate the it. hair. I hate I'm not sure it. About it. Uh, I don't get raccoon, and I and I just. I, can't, I just. This is not streetwear. This is fashion. Like, what street would you wear this down? 
Well, here's the thing is like she took it in a different direction. So I do see the raccoon in it and raccoons run the streets of Toronto, as she said. No, and it is no, very no, true. I don't see the raccoon. Like if you're going to go raccoon, like show it has to be obvious. Like show us the raccoon. I think it's obvious. I don't see it. With I, the color I, scheme and the stripes, I see it. No, I see. I could, it could also be zebra. It could also be. Uh, no, it can't. That is not it zebra. Be, it, could be a, it could be a ho-ho. It could be a piece of licorice. Like, I don't no. know. What this is. No. No. It's see, raccoon. It. it could be a freaking butt plug. Like, it looks like a butt plug. Honestly, yes. it's <laughs> Okay, so Irma God. Um, yes. This is East Coast Couture. I This is beautiful. This I'm, place. yes, everywhere except the middle. I hate that midriff? she has a nude illusion midriff where you can see you all you the undergarments. You, you hate that you can't do that with your with your belly and your, your oldness and your sagging titties. Okay, calm down. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I hate when someone does a nude illusion and you can see all the undergarments yeah. poking out underneath. I think it that's looks fair. horrible. And also when people do a nude illusion midriff and like that's where a belly button goes and then it just looks weird. Right. Um, okay, so I nut it, though. Um, Otherwise, it's fantastic. Otherwise, I love it. And then the last one, I think, is uh, Lady Boom Boom in the Paris Hilton. Another, like, trend alert, midriffs. Midriffs, yes. midriffs, midriffs, midriffs. These Montreal girls have the body to show up. Yeah, but I mean, like, everyone's doing midriffs. And then East Coast tries to do the midriff, and they're like, oh, I don't have the body. I'm going to put a body suit over it. And Selena drags them through the mud over it. Great. Yeah, well, then don't well, do then. it. <laughs> or just show it off. Show off your belly, baby. Belly pride. Um, yeah. yeah, this Paris Hilton thing. Yeah, no, it's a cut. Goodbye. Yeah. I okay. love it, actually. No, I'm, I'm nutting it. You like it? Yes. Why do you like it? It's ill-fitting and it's stupid. It's not ill-fitting. It's definitely ill-fitting. It's you, a it's a tiny line. That's the it's point. Not, I don't You're like You're supposed it. to. I'm sorry. It's a cut for me. Goodbye. Uh, it's a nut. So we have the runway to get through. Oh, my God. We have, like, so many looks to get through, people. We do. <laughs> Now, before the runway, they do talk about, or they de-drag, first of all, and they're all very horny for each other. There's a lot of good-looking people on this season. Yeah. Um, And we talk about, like, how Toronto is, like, special because we're not just Toronto girls. Everyone here is from somewhere else. Yeah. And there's a lot of girls who went through immigration to get here, some as refugees. I know. Yeah, Toronto has a lot of culture. Um, Yes. It's definitely a city of all kinds of cultures and bubbles and this and that. Like if you go North, there's different cultures. If you go to the South, like, yeah, it's all, all kinds of places. So like, I agree. And, and also uh, a lot of them came here finding shelter from situations that were not good. So yeah, yeah, we Uh, can be really hard on ourselves in Canada and rightfully so, but we should also remember that, um, at the end of the day, maybe we do strive to be better, right? So let's all strive to be better, okay? <laughs> yeah. We need to keep ourselves better and vote uh, yeah. so we don't end up with what happened in Ontario where Doug Ford won a majority. Well, exactly. We just need to, like, always continue striving to be better. Like, m- always remember that hopefully the overriding philosophy in Canada is always try to be better. Maybe we'll fail, but... Uh, 
Just keep trying. Just keep trying. Please do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've given up, I've given up hope on everybody. Um, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so okay. So we should talk about Brooklyn Heights moment. Um, I think they're giving her too much money, and she's having too much fun with these looks. That dress is incredible. You like it? I it's incredible. I hate it. It's what do you hate good. about it? No, it it's not. No, she does. She does not wear her outfits. Do not wear her. She wears the outfits always. No, not this one. I do not like it. Sorry, I disagree. Just, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> All right. So you give it. Um, a, give it a cut. Wait, yeah, the other yeah, way around. The other way around. So this runway is really interesting because I would be horrified, shocked, and like just like in my feelings about coming with an outfit uh, that I created. Oh, yeah. Even if it was just a streetwear one where it's like streetwear. Yeah. I My challenge was, okay, you that outfit that you designed and you spent thousands of dollars on potentially? Mm-hmm. Rip it up and make it into a new one. The idea of Bombay having to cut up that coat. <gasps> I was really mad at that. Yeah. Because <laughs> also it's like, now I don't get to see that coat. She's yeah. not going to be able to show us that coat. And re- mm. Which she did wear it last night, so I'm not sure what ended up happening there. Like, if she got another one made or if she cut it and uh, then recut I, it. Well, if you see what she did with her uh, her, her look, Outfit, I think yeah. she was very strategic with what she cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not my favorite. Um, okay, so... We've got, uh, out of the gate, we've got uh, Lady Boom Boom with her reimagining of the Paris Hilton silhouette. Yeah, She completely takes it into like a Moira Rose pointed, pointed gaga uh-huh. shoulder moment. Um, do I like it? I, I don't like it personally, but I will nut it because it's pretty cool and fashion-y. Yeah, I think it's stunning. I think it's incredible. I can't believe she made this there. Yeah. Um, and I love that the piece in the middle looks like an apron. Why do you like that? Because she looks like a ridiculous bird who has to cook dinner for her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like it. If she would have brought cake on stage and served it to me uh, piece by piece, yeah. and the story would have been different. Yeah. So then we've got chaos coming out with a typical starburst pattern glued onto a piece of corset. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. They put it on top. They always put queens who cut stuff up and make a starburst on the front of their body. They always think it's fashion. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I hate this. This is a big cut. I'm sorry, Chaos, but no. So how do you feel about it? I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I think the skirt's very impressive. I liked it a lot. Okay. Sure, go ahead. I had I had something else in mind for the top, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but I still nut it. You nut it? Okay, yeah. Jada Shida Hudson. Ooh. This, bitch, this bitch has no sewing skills whatsoever, and she turned the party. This is wonderful. It fits her beautifully. Fits her beautiful. She made a, a lovely hat piece. She, she just put it in the right places, and the trim, yeah. and the gloves, even. Yeah. Wow. She gorgeous. Looks she, looks she looks great. Gorgeous. I never understand how people get those hats to stay on their head. Um, I also, you know what I love? You know what I, 
Hot glue and safety pins. <laughs> Hot glue, I think, is the way to go. Um, what I love about this in particular is the fact that from beginning to end, she gave us a runway performance. And that, yeah, yeah. she sold it. Tell us a story. Yeah. You know? And that, I think that's a lot of the failings of some of these people when they came out. The, the looks on their faces just did not sell the garment. I want to talk about who I think is the worst runway walker in a second. But here we go. Here comes Irma Gerd. Oh my God. Wow. What she did with this, I found very impressive. I did find it like maybe a little plain, but like uh-huh. the asymmetrical kilt moment, uh-huh. I thought it was very cute. Total nut for me. I, I think it could have been amped up a bit, but like considering they're constructing these, like this is nice. This is nice. Yeah. I think it's ugly. I'm going to give it a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You know, not not everyone likes not everyone likes plaid. Not everyone likes sure. plaid. I mean, I love plaid. I don't love this dress. I, but I also am like, I'm living for, you know, plaid and the East Coast and just kind of that feeling. Like, yeah. I, I like that she's bringing that because this is something we haven't had. And I like this. I like this I agree. Lot. I like that, too. So then we've got uh, Kimmy. The Ottawa one. Kimmy. Kimmy. <laughs> the Ottawa one. Uh, this is really cool. I don't know how she made it. Um, I know. Who this knew she like had a, these skills? A bodysuit with a lot of like pieces of her old garment, I assume glued and stitched onto it. Yeah. Um, it looks cute. Uh, I'm not sure about it, but it does look cute. Um, it does, yeah. So it's a and nut. I, yeah, and I normally don't like these kind of like, I'm wearing a corset and panties kind of thing, but like this one actually mm-hmm. looks real. I think it's I think it's the material, like the black um, also, yeah, metallic or whatever it is. The way that she like just cut cut it and made intentional jagged edges and stuff, yeah. really cool. Very like yeah. cyber warrior. Um, and then we got Bombay with this completely new garment she constructed. It seems mm-hmm. giant frilling fraying out tutu mm-hmm. uh, with just the hintiest hint of her jacket uh, along the edges. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought this was really good. I thought it was a like ballerina moment, and she looked really pretty. I thought it was fantastic. I think this should have been in the top. Um, One thing about Bombay is she makes really cool outfits. Um, I find sometimes they're ill-fitting and they're cut like they're not like the, the, uh, the seams of them are not finished and polished and they're kind of like a little unfitting, but, um, but this looks fucking fantastic and I wish it was in the top. I agree. I wonder if it's not in the top just because it didn't use enough elements of her coat. Uh, because maybe she just was like, I'm not cutting up this coat. I'll use this and this, but like, you're yeah. crazy if I'm going to destroy this coat. This What coat is worth a lot. No, I don't think so because what's her name? Uh, Lady Boom Boom's outfit barely used any of her. She wasn't wearing black at all. And this entire outfit was black. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, okay. Now we're getting to Mosu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Well, we all know what we all think. It's a cut. Oh my god, yeah, what happened? Are you oh my god, I thought we cut out. I thought I lost you. <laughs> no, sorry, I just had to adjust and I didn't want to make a big fart sound on my chair. <laughs> I wish you had. Can you imagine it was like, oh, okay, anyway. Mosu, uh ha, ha, ha. It's hideous. For, we all know it. She knows it. For a mm, for a girl with an eye for fashion, I am a little yeah. disappointed that she wore this down the runway. This is like, how did she not or, like? 
horrible. Why, this is horrible. This is horrible. Why, why would you not like see how ill-fitting it is and try to, you know, take it in a little bit? Or just like cut the bottom off, make it a and then what was this choice of throwing flowers that looks like puke all over it? Um and then uh, Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Cut cut cut. cut. Never want to see this in my life. Okay, and then we've got Chantelise uh, Therion. Shelazon Love this. You're going to find mean, out that that's a traditional um, indigenous name, and you're going to really regret butchering her name every time. Oh, but no, but the thing is, I really love her. I'm, I'm digging her personality a lot. Uh, I don't see her original outfit in this very much, but I do think this dress fits really well. And I love her just a bit, her, the, the spray painting, fuck around and find out. Yeah. Love, love it. I also don't see the original outfit in this, and that's why I love this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, she's wearing it underneath where it should have been the first time. I know. I see that. Like, in the cutouts, you see that she's fully wearing that, like, cor- like boned corset under there. Yeah. But I don't. It's, uh, yeah, I like it. I like it way better than what she wore before, even though it has nothing to do with what she wore before. Yeah, for me, this is a nut. I love it. I love the message. I just love the... She's a simple, she's simple and she's, she's a statement. And I like that. Yeah. Um, then we've got, uh, the mystery of Vivian. Irma No, Vivian Vanderpuss. Who did, what did you say? The mystery of what? Irma Vep. I'm trying to, trying to be clever here. Is um, that, a, what's that, wait, tell me what that reference is. I don't know. it. It's a Charles Ludlam play. The mystery of Irma Vep. It's now a show on Netflix or something now as well. Oh, so. I don't know these things. It's like a vamp- vampires, but stupid. Um, oh, okay. This is cool. I think uh, I kind of see her original outfit, and she's just kind of uh, the shot, the damn, the, the femme fatale now version. Come into my parlor. Love it. Uh, yeah, I think it's really awesome. I, I do not see any of the original outfit here. Yeah. Um, but I do love what she made. And she's cute, and I love the hair. It's a little yeah. Betty Rubble moment with this little gem at the throat. I love it. Mm-hmm. Very cartoon. I love a cartoon sensibility. You Me know too. That. Me too. <laughs> if they look like a cartoon, I'm like, yes! Yes. Uh, and that brings and then us to... Halal Bay. Halal, which is, again, this is a moment. There's a lot going on here, and it doesn't work at all. Yeah. Whatsoever, in any capacity, like it's kind of cool in some way. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure what that way is. Like you can really see Halal is a talented person. Yeah, and just like, wow, look at all this cool stuff she's putting together. That is just cool. And then, but then, yeah, it. Mm, uh, mm, mm, it's just mm, like not. Mm. Mm. Like that's what I. I look at every time. I'm just like, mm, ah, mm, oh mm, yeah, okay, mm, well, mm, mm, yeah, mm, uh, yeah. Mm, mm, ah, the ooh mm. ah sensation. The mm, ah sensation. And she's still going with this uh, raccoon thing. Yeah. And she's well, she still has trying, to. She's still trying to sell raccoons to us. And I'm like, you look like a, an a, like the alien from Alien meets Lady Gaga meets like literally like a guy selling me a sandwich or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand. I like that because I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, I, I do like that she kept the raccoon theme and she kept the color scheme and she was like, and she totally reinvented the outfit. 
I, I do love I do love though, and I wonder if Drag Race is ready for someone like Halal because Halal really seems to play with not female uh, proportions. It's yeah. really gen- it's really gender fuck. Yeah, totally. Um, and I don't think they like. How do you even compare? But but at the same time, there's too much going on here. Right. So I feel bad for criticizing it because I'm like, well, but am I missing it? Because it is totally gender fuck. But like, I just don't think it makes sense either. So like, what is it my perspective? Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. The judges didn't seem to like it. No, no, they did not. And uh, comment below, comment below. Am I a racist, a misogynist and just all around terrible person? Probably. List all the reasons we should cancel Hillary. <laughs> this is a constant theme on the pod. Cancel Hillary, the the the, the act of canceling me. So that uh, was that. Speaking of that canceled, next up we have Miss Priscilicious. You forgot about her. Oh well, yeah. It's hideous. Cut. 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 And this wow. is the person I was alluding to when I said the worst person to walk the runway. I love Miss Priscilicious. She is gorgeous. Her walk is the most awkward, like just arms hanging at the side, walking forward with a blank stare on her face. Just like mm. it, it's very funny to me that she walks that way. And mm. I've seen it like I, we see it in the um, in the streetwear runway. Mm-hmm. We see it when she walks into the workroom and we see it here now. It's very funny to me. Maybe someone will teach her how to walk. But I mean, she's she's kind of like a graceful gazelle or like she's like the not graceful gazelle. That's like, it. That's the know, one. It's like when a pack of gazelles passes by you in the savannah and you're like, wow, a magical moment. And they're just like, oh, I'm a gazelle. And then yeah. that one gazelle just kind of like falls over. That's Miss Fierschlisch. It's like she walks <laughs> She walks to her spot as a ghost. When <laughs> falls over. She walks to her spot as like a ghost floating to where she needs to be. And then she comes alive as she starts to perform. But you That's should be performing fair. from the moment you walk out and start walking. That's fair. She's, I mean, we don't ask for perfection. She's going to grow a lot on the show, I bet. Um, she is going to be a fucking star on this show. You can already see it. She is her bringing mom, her, her mom, mom so funny. Like, just stole the entire episode. Um, yeah. So this is not great. It's it's fabric. It's kind of okay. It's not greatest. It has nothing to do with her original outfit. And then she took she cut up her puffer jacket and bunched them into balls and stuck them on. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's a cut. And then we've got uh, Giselle Lullaby. I think I, this look is very underrated. Yeah. Um, like the the stripe work that she did. Yeah. The, the kind of old 60s old lady reference. Yep. I, I thought that this one might have even been in the top. But I knew they wouldn't like it because it's just, it's hideous. But like, it's intentionally hideous. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's I don't know. Very Cabaret First episode of season one, they put um, Boa in the top. So, you yeah, never know. Sometimes right? they put the hideous ones up there. I know, I know. I love you, Boa. Uh, and I think that's it. I think that was it. it, it, it that's all. We got through them all. That's all of them. We did it. Good for us. Oh, okay. So, that was a lot of, uh, that was a lot of stuff. That was a that lot. That was of- a lot. We gave our opinions. The judges gave their opinions. The tops are Chaos, Lady Boom Boom, and Jada Shada Hudson. And the bottoms are Miss Fierce Delicious, as should be Miss yeah. Mosu and Halal Bay. 
I agree with the bottoms. I don't agree with the tops. I right. do not agree with Chaos being up there. I do think that Giselle or um, the other Bombay. one, uh, Bombay, should be up yeah. there for sure. Um, but mm, who am I to say? We're dumb. Who, who are you to say? A we're racist. Dumb, we're, we're, um, okay. um, um, racist comedy queens. <laughs> Cancel me. Ay, ay, ay. Um, okay, so then we have a little untucked moment where Bombay says that Halal should not have been in the bottom, but then she refuses to say who should have. And that to me, mm. I'm like, Bomb, come on, tell us. You're, Bomb is someone who's not afraid of anything, so I wish she had said it. I mean, but it's the first episode. You're not really sure where things are going. And honestly, I would hold things closer to my chest as well. Uh, yeah. You know, like, when I was on Wanakiki, I definitely did. I intentionally, like, hid my outfits um, <laughs> under my bed and stuff so that no one knew. Like, on the first day, we were all, like, going around me, like, look at this. I brought this. I brought this. I was like, that's nice. <laughs> I'm Here's some underwear me. that I'm going to wear under my outfit. Yeah, I'm glad you're showing me all the stuff that I have to compete against that I will not show you what I have, you know. Oh so my like, God. But, like, well, the like, people can't really change I... things, like, once they're there, right? Or can they? Well, that's the thing, like, they, but they could try to amp it up and, and, you know, they could change, change things out a bit or try and make it better. Or, or cut I, up I your stuff and make you look like shit. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to, yeah, Clinica, oh my God. Um, <gasps> Ooh, is Clinica your nemesis <laughs> on the show? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, so are you first out? I hope you're first out. Yeah. I got to go <laughs> home. Don't you remember? We had that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see the episode actually at uh, at Boston. We got to preview it, and you got to see who the winner is and who the loser is. Well, I do know who the winner is. Uh, most of the episodes we don't know who the winner is. They actually filmed the top two, okay. Uh, and I do know who takes a hike. Um, it's me. Spoiler alert! But- no. <laughs> well, I can't be serious. You never know. It might be me. It might be somebody else. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was a really fun episode. A really good time to see it. I was like very impressed. Kepwana Kiki is stepping up, especially now that we're on TV. Yeah, now you got that, that out TV budget. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to watch it, and I'm excited to watch Miss Mosu and Halal Bay lip sync. Yeah, it was good. Um, Halal didn't know what she was doing, in my opinion, though. Uh, Mosu was fun. Mosu is a, it's a classic lip syncer. Mosu is a great performer. She yeah. knows how to connect with her audience. I love that. Yeah. Like, uh, I, but... I was like, ooh, I'm feeling it. You're doing nothing, and I'm living. <laughs> Halal was... Uh, I think it was kind of a, a just a mixture of the outfit and stuff, and it just was not not coming together. Which See, is kind the of outfit overall. isn't flattering, mm-hmm. and it like swallows her at the neck, yeah, and around her head too, because she wore that like uh, around the hair piece, around the headpiece. So yeah. to me, that kind of like hindered her. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, we got to have to see Halal Bay leave the competition yeah i'm sad because i was really excited to see what she was going to bring to the show mustaches uh what her looks were going to be and also what her personality was going to be with the other girls yeah well um i think she kind of came off a little quiet honestly but she does definitely came off very intelligent Mm -hmm. and very very like she just knows her stuff and she's very oh, yeah. intelligent, but I don't know if she's a hundred percent necessarily a TV personality. 
Um, well, I know that she has very strong convictions and she's not afraid to voice them. And that's fair. I was looking forward to seeing some moments where she like schools some people and some things. Right. Uh, and we got robbed of that. We did, but we did get our moment and we got our mustache queen. And it's always sad when we get a new, a new something on drag race, like a mustache queen. Yeah. Uh, and we get, you know, they sadly go home right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Hey, Halal broke new ground. Um, she is a very fierce person and she's loved in Toronto. Yes. And now the uh, world. Go show Halal Bay some love. She's my Middle Eastern sister. She also mm-hmm. gets a lot of hate for being outspoken about Palestine as yeah. I am. Um, yeah. uh, but she handles it's not, it. It's not possible. It's not possible to um, not get hate if you choose sides on complicated issues. And yeah. like, um, you know, like it's really hard. Uh, you know, like we say in Canada, like we have this free reign to like at least be who we want to be. Um, a lot of people come from different cultures and let's just remember to celebrate, celebrate people like Halal. Um, I know you went home, but like, you're amazing. So we love you, Halal. We go for you. Just stop doing drag. Cause I'm not sure your skills are questionable. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> you're such a bitch. And a racist. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we want to thank you, the audience, for joining us once again for a brand new episode of Squirrel Talk after a very long hiatus. So excited to be back, squirrels. And uh, next week, we're going to come in the next episode. Uh, seems to be a really great season of Canada's Drag Race. So excited to keep covering it and keep talking and bringing on the people. Yeah. Uh, we'll do more of these, I promise. Maybe we would have some guests every once in a while. I'd love to bring on no. some of my sisters. <laughs> if you want. We don't have to. Listen, anytime I'm not here, you're welcome to bring in anyone you want. And same goes for you. Of course, um, it will never happen that way, will it? I know. I know my <laughs> okay, well, everyone, squirrels, we love you very much. And we're going to talk to you next week. We love you. And also, we love you, Vicky Licks, RIP, wherever you are. R.I.P. Bye, squirrel. Goodbye now. <laughs>